Gopi jana valaba girvara dhari Yashoda Nandana Braja Jana Ranjana Yashoda Nandana Braja Jana Ranjana Yamuna Tiravanachari Yamuna Tira Vanachari Rava Kunjabi Hari Jaya Madhava Kunjabi Girivaradhari Gopijana Valaba Girivaradhari Yashodanandana Braja Janaranjana Yashodanandana Braja Janaranjana Yamunatiravanachari Yamuna Tira Vanachari Jayaradhamadhava Kunjabihari Jaya Radhamadava Kunjabihari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 
Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Jaya Radha Kalachanji Radha Kalachanji Radhe Prabhupada 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 Jaya Jaya Prabhupada Jaya Jaya Prabhupada, 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 Jaya Prabhupada. Jaya Vishnu Pad Paramahamsa Parivraja Kashari Ashtotara Sadhu Sri Srimad. This is when Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Ki, Mantra Srimad Bhagavatam Ki, Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrinda Ki, Samaveta Bhakta Vrinda Ki, 
Nitaigoda Premanande, Hari Hari Bo, Glorious to the Assembled Devotees, Hare Krishna, O Glorious to the Assembled Devotees, Hare Krishna, O Glorious to the Assembled Devotees, Hare Krishna, O Glorious, O Glorious, O Glorious to Sri Sri Guru and Gauranga, O Glorious to Srila Prabhupada. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Cheva Narotamam Devim Sarasutim Vyasam Tato Jayam Udirayet Nashtha Prayeshwa Bhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Utamashloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki Hare Krishna. So today we'll be reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, chapter 17, entitled Punishment and Reward of Kali. And the text will be text 30, sorry, 42, I think. Yes. Yes. Am I audible? Yeah. Okay. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Better? Not much? Yeah. Turn it all the way up. Just. <laughs> Hare, oh, Hare Krishna. He really turned it all the way up. Text 42. Rishasyanastam strinpadan. Oh, 43? Oh, I was still 42. Yeah, I think we haven't done 43 yet. Okay, sure. The more the merrier. The text 42, <clears throat> maybe I can just read the Sanskrit real quick since it's not on the board. Text 42. Vrishasya nashtam strinpadan tapa shosham dayamiti pratisandhadha ashwasya mahimsha samavaradhyat. So word for word. Vrishasya of the bull, the personality of religion. Nashtan, lust. Strin, three. Padan legs, tapaha austerity, shosham cleanliness, dayam mercy, iti thus, pratisandhade reestablished, ashwasya by encouraging activities, mahim the earth, cha and samabharataya perfectly improved. Translation. Thereafter, the king reestablished the lost legs of the personality of religion, the bull, and by encouraging activities, he sufficiently improved the condition of the earth. 
purport by His Divine Grace Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. By designating particular places for the personality of Kali, Maharaj Parikshit practically cheated Kali. In the presence of Kali, Dharma in the shape of a bull and the earth in the shape of a cow, he could actually estimate the general condition of his kingdom. And therefore, he at once took proper steps to establish the legs of the bull, namely austerity, cleanliness, and mercy. And for the general benefit of the people, of the world, he saw what the he saw that the gold stock might be employed for st- for stabilization. Gold is certainly a generator of falsity, intoxication, prostitution, enmity, and violence. But under the guidance of a proper king or public leader or a brahman for a sannyasi, the same gold can be properly utilized to establish the lost legs of the bull, the personality of religion. Maharaj Parikshit, therefore, like his grandfather Arjuna, collected all illicit gold kept for the propensities of Kali and employed it in the Sankirtan Yagya, as per instruction of the Srimad Bhagavatam. As we have suggested before, once accumulated wealth may be divided into three parts for distribution, namely 50% for the service of the Lord, 25% for the family members, and 25% for personal necessities. Spending 50% for the service of the Lord or for propagation of spiritual knowledge in society by the way of Sankirtan Yagya is the maximum display of human mercy. People of the world are generally in darkness regarding spiritual knowledge, especially in regard to the devotional service of the Lord, and therefore to propagate to propagate the systematic transcendental knowledge of devotional service is the greatest mercy that one can show in this world. When everyone is taught to sacrifice 50% of his accumulated gold for the Lord's service, certainly austerity, cleanliness, and mercy automatically ensue. And thus, the last three legs of the personality of religion are automatically established. When there is sufficient austerity, cleanliness, mercy, and truthfulness, Naturally, Mother Earth is completely satisfied, and there is very little chance for Kali to infiltrate the structure of human society. Wow. The text 43 and 44. Um, so I guess we can recite this one together? Or do you want to do like uh, call and response? Call and response. Sai-shatar-hi-adhyastam Dagyaranyam vivikshata Astadhuna sarajarashi Astadhuna sarajarashi Kora vendra shriyol san just for three? Okay. So, I mean, they're combined stream of Bhagavatam. So, uh, 
Yeah, we'll read 43, and the translation is for both of them. But yeah, so that 44 is Ashtaduna Saraj Rajarshi Kauravindra Shri Yolasan Gajavaye Mahabhaga Shakravarti Vrihachrabaha. Word for word. Saha hi. Eshaha this. Itarhi at the present. Adhyaste is ruling over. Asanam the throne. Parativaushitam just befitting a king. Pitamahena by the grandfather. Upanyastam being handed over. Ragya by the king. Aranyam forest. Vivikshita, Vivikshata, desiring. Aste, is there. Adhuna, at present. Saha, that. Rajarishihi, the sage amongst the kings. Korava Indra, the chief amongst the Kura kings. Shriya, glories. Ulasan, spreading. Gajabaye, in Hastinapur. Mahabhagaha, the most fortunate, Chakravarti, the emperor, Brihad Shrabaha, highly famous. Translation, the most fortunate emperor, Maharaj Parikshit, who was entrusted with the kingdom of Hastinapur by Maharaj Yudhishthir, when he decided to retire to the forest, is now ruling the world with great success due to his being glorified by the deeds of the kings of the Kuru dynasty. Purport. The prolonged sacrificial ceremonies undertaken by the sages of Naimisharanya were begun shortly after the demise of Maharaj Parikshit. The sacrifice was to continue for 1,000 years, and it is understood that in the beginning, some of the contemporaries of Baladev, the elder brother of Lord Krishna, also visited the sacrificial place. According to some authorities, the present tense is also used to indicate the nearest margin of time from the past, in that sense, the present tense is applied to the reign of Maharaj Parikshit here. For a continuous fact, also present tense can be used. Sorry, for a continuous fact, also present tense can be used. The principles of Maharaj Parikshit can be still continued, and human society can still be improved if there is determination by the authorities. We can still purge out from the state of from the state, all the activities of immorality introduced by the personality of Kali, if we are determined to take action like Maharaj Parikshit. He allotted some place for Kali, but in fact, Kali could not find such places in the world at all, because Maharaj Parikshit was strictly vigilant to see that there were no places for gambling, drinking, prostitution, and animal slaughter. Modern administrators want to banish corruption from the state. But fools, as they are, they do not know how to do it. They want to issue licenses for gambling houses, wine, and other intoxicating drug houses, brothels, hotel prostitution, and cinema houses, and falsity in every dealing, even in their own. And they want, at the same time, to drive out corruption from the state. They want the kingdom of God without God consciousness. How can it be possible to adjust two contradictory matters? If we want to drive out corruption from the state, we must first of all organize society to accept the principles of religion, namely austerity, cleanliness, mercy, and truthfulness. And to make the condition favorable, we must close all places of gambling, drinking, prostitution, and falsity. 
There are some of the practical lessons from the pages of Srimad Bhagavatam. Oma Jnana Timirandhasya Jnana Shalakaya Shakshuru Militam Jnatas Mai Shri Gurave Namaha Namam Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Shri Mate Bhakti Vedanta Swamini Tinamine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Prasharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Pashatyadesha Tarine Jai Shri Krishna Shaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shivasadi Gauravakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So, a little bit of context on chapter 17. Um, upon um, the disappearance of Krishna in uh, this world, Maharaj Pariksit. Um, you know, comes, encounters himself with this situation in which uh, Shudra dressed as a Kshatriya, as a king, is beating a cow and a bull, you know, mercilessly. And um, he, of course, approaches the situation wanting to kill this, you know, this man. Um, of course, being dressed as a king, as a Kshatriya, one would expect that such personality would give protection to... Um, Beings who are, you know, not not protected, such as cows, um, animals, um, and of course there's other categories like, you know, the widow, the fatherless, and so on. But in this case, this person, um, who is no other than the personality of Kali, manifested in the form of this this man, is just, you know, beating the hell out of this, you know, bull and cow. Maharaj Pariksha, upon approach, approaching the situation. Um, of course, that's a thorough conversation, which is explaining previous verses with the bull and the cow. And he comes to the understanding that, you know, the bull is no other than the personality of Tarma himself. And the cow is no other than uh, Mother Earth. And, and in this scenario, the bull is standing on one leg. So one can only imagine how crazy this is, you know, not only this a person is beating the bull, but, you know, he, the bull is just standing on one leg. And the bull is just so, you know, quietly taking this punishment for no reason. And then the bull, of course, explains to Maharaj Pariksit that um, Maharaj Pariksit inquires about why, you know, the bull is, like, so quietly taking all this, you know, without crying for help. And, of course, the bull explains that, you know, one should take every situation as part of the mercy of Krishna. And... Furthermore, of course, Maharaj Pariksit, upon hearing this, understands that, you know, there's no other being or no, no other manifestation of, of potency than the personality of Dharma that would make such a statement. And, of course, Mother Earth is just, or the cow is, you know, crying tears of, you know, fear and suffering. Um, and we come to text 42, in which... Uh, after, of course, Maharaj Pariksit wanted to get rid of this personality of Kali and was ready to kill him, and then Kali surrenders unto him, which, you know, one of the principles of uh, rightful Kshatriya king is that, you know, if upon delivering punishment, you know, a person or being surrenders unto him, then he should give him his mercy, which is very rare. I mean, we don't see that. 
anywhere. Like, once someone is determined to do something in this day and age, you know, there's nothing that one can do to avoid that from happening. So, um, furthermore, um, Personality of Kali requests from Maharaj Parikshit to be able to live in a place where, you know, he can get his protection. But Maharaj Parikshit certainly establishes that under his kingdom, you know, one should abide by the um, by religiosity, and that, and therefore he would give him a place in which gambling, prostitution, and all of these illicit activities would take place. He said that he would not be allowed into his kingdom. Then text 43 explains that you know it was almost impossible then because Maharaj Parikshit was ruling the world in such a way that all of these things were carefully managed. In text 42 it basically um, explains the relationship between religiosity, which is maintain, maintaining this verse in the form of the bull dharma. Um, and cow and the cow, which is no other than Mother Earth. So the correlation between the principles of Dharma, which are established in Srimad Bhagavatam and throughout all Vedic literature, and the consequences of not following that and the effects that it has on Mother Earth. So at this stage, the bull is uh, missing three legs, and this verse um, explains the, what the legs are, which are uh, tapa, tapas, um, which is austerity, shosham, um, which is cleanliness, and dayam, which is mercy. Of course, the only leg that is left on the bowl is truthfulness, um, which is even, you know, by this constant beating of kalis, slightly, you know, being lost as well. So in this regard, um, these principles are, of course, established by the rightful actions of, you know, Brahmins, king, um, so overall rightful leaders, which is one of the, you know, reasons why, you know, we struggle so much in the age of Kali to maintain this. It's because, you know, the people that we choose to have in power are the exact opposite of this. So as it explains on uh, text 43, Prabhupada explains in verse 43, you know, that we have this expectation that, oh, we want to get rid of, you know, corruption, we want to get rid of all the evil. Everyone wants to act as if they, they're all very rightful. But simultaneously, you know, there's no regulation uh, of one's activities. There is no strict adherence to the rules and to the uh, principles established in Srimad Bhagavatam. Um, so everyone just wants to act based on their own mental concoction speculation. So certainly, you know, by those means, one cannot get rid of the evil of the world. One can pretend that, you know, little actions such as, you know, we see how the American government always tries to, you know, like, well, we'll send this much money to this country to support, you know, in efforts to relieve, you know, their hunger and whatnot. And simultaneously, you know, we're bombing other countries and creating so much suffering elsewhere. Um, <clears throat> so, upon getting to this verse, Maharaj Parikshit 
based on, you know, reestablishing, um, you know, rightful situation with the personality of Kali reestablishes the three legs of the bull. And the reference here is that, of course, by one um, allotting time and allotting efforts into adhering to Srimad Bhagavatam, one can reestablish those three legs. So regardless of, you know, the condition in which we are presented with in the age of Kali, we're still able to manifest these principles of austerity, cleanliness, and mercy by following the rules and regulations established herein. So it is very um, evident that the actions that a human being take are, you know, strictly related to how the earth, you know, um, unveils, like how the, the, the different circumstances that take place. So we see how in, you know, in the world right now, there is, you know, many countries in, in, in different places in which there is so much suffering, there's famine, there is a lack of water, lack of health, you know, there's all of these different things that are, you know, affecting even like kids at a very young age. Like there is places in in the African continent in which, you know, there's kids that have such a high mortality rate. Um, and yet at the same time we have on the other end, you know, first world countries, let's let's just say that, um, in which, you know, almost fifty percent of the people are suffering obesity. So how you know can it can can it be possible that you know there is such a you know such a contrast um, and not only that it's just that of course you know one may argue like well circumstances karma and whatnot but taking such action also leads to other you know difficulties of course someone who suffers obesity has to deal with health uh, repercussions like you know diabetes and you know, a uh, higher chance for developing cancer. So all these different things. So simultaneously, we can see how, you know, the selfish acts for, you know, economical development, like I've been reading how, you know, there's all of these projects going on in the Amazon, which is provides, you know, a great reservoir of oxygen for the entire world. But, you know, there's this developers from Canada, the U.S., China, and they're just devastating the entire forest and, you know, getting rid of the natural habitat for, you know, hundreds of species. And this is done in the name of economical development for the growth of who knows who, but it's definitely just for, you know, a minimal percentage of the population. So we have a moral responsibility as human beings for the well-being of other species in this regard. And... I've heard this foolish argument of how, um, you know, well, it, we are not the only ones occupying the earth. You know, there's animals, there's other species, and, you know, they also commit aggression. So, like, why, why would it be possible that, you know, we're the only ones responsible? Um, but certainly we, as human beings, have a gift, which is this intelligence and a level of awareness that allows us to, you know, take such actions that can benefit the entire um, 
the entire, all these species in the world. So, of course, um, this awareness and intelligence can be of great benefit. Like, you know, recently we were faced with a pandemic and, you know, certain actions that have been taken have kind of regulated that situation to a certain extent. But simultaneously, the, our intelligence also leads us to, you know, developing things that are very destructive for humanity, such as massive weapons of destruction and, um, you know, biochemicals and things of that sort. And um, talking in text 42, um, the reference in text 42 is that one should definitely be encouraged to stand by these four aspects, which are um, austerity, cleanliness, mercy, and um, truthfulness. So in Krishna consciousness, we get a clear view of what, you know, the steps are to maintain this. Of course, we um, have certain principles and uh, regulations that allows us to remain in such a state of awareness that we're able to avoid all of these illicit activities. And we can, of course, one can go deep into detail into each of these um, aspects, uh, but it doesn't take much to realize how this has such a strong impact in one's life. You know, even like the aspect of, you know, dia mercy, you know, one can, we, we are aware that killing animals and, you know, eating foods that are in the mode of ignorance can have such an impact in our behavior. So one, minus, some people might argue like, you know, this is not a big deal, like we've been eating meat for so long, um, so what's a big issue? But there is definitely, in Bhagavatam, it explains how that affects our consciousness, how it, you know, awakens this um, feelings of anger and um, just kind of like animal instincts. And those little things can, of course, lead to argument. You know, an argument can lead to a fight, and a fight can ultimately lead to a war. Um, and sometimes, oftentimes, I mean, like the situation in Russia and Ukraine, I mean, the, it's... It's just so petty. It's not like that big of a deal of why, you know, this war is taking place. It's just over wanting to overpower and wanting to be greedy. Uh, yeah, greedy. So in that regard, all of these different things can have such a huge impact in, in the way that we conduct ourselves. Uh, furthermore, in... Um, Prabhupada in text 42 explains about, you know, talks about distribution of wealth, of how one should dedicate 50% of one's wealth into the service of the Lord and 25% into family members, 25% for personal necessities. Um, overall, um, there is also certain approaches to this, um, but the general idea is that one should not be fooled to think that, you know, I'm investing money in this, you know, so-called mission or charities and so on and so forth, as many people do. I mean, in this country, there's millions of dollars which are donated to, you know, like the Republican Party, Democratic Party, uh, or such organization and so on and so forth. But, you know, they're not leading people to gut realization. So therefore, this form of investment is just, it's, it's a waste. Um, it is not, I mean, in the minds of people, it might, they might think that they're taking care of certain 
um, society-related things, but they're not, I mean, in the context of Sankirtanyagya, it's definitely not a rightful sacrifice. Um, I'm thinking about, of course, Prabhupada reinstates in text 43 and 44 that the actions of a rightful king, like Maharaj Pariksit, who was strictly vigilant, that there were no places for gambling, drinking, prostitution, animal slaughter, uh, led to the reestablishment of, of the other three legs of, of dharma. Um, and therefore, um, you know, this is totally possible. Um, unfortunately, we don't have, of course, the leadership in this day and age for that to take place. But, of course, we can take actions bring this level of awareness to other people who are suffering and struggling in this material world. Furthermore, um, I guess my realization is that um, oftentimes one might think of, you know, yeah, I mean, we're, we're so unfortunate that we're living in this, in this age in which all of this is taking place. Like, what is there, what kind of hope is there? You know, like if, if, if this is already established by Srimad Bhagavatam 5,000 years ago, then, like, what is what is the way out of it? And that reminds me of that reference, Srimad Bhagavatam, that says that even inhabitants of other ages are so um, um, eagerly wanting to live in the age of Kali because Lord Chaitanya has delivered this method, which is superior to all kinds of methods of purification, which is the chanting of the holy names. So... Certainly, by one taking shelter in 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 rightfulness, and furthermore by uh, manifesting it through the chanting of the holy names, one can achieve all perfection, and therefore reestablish this um, aspect of cleanliness, austerity, uh, mercy, and truthfulness. So I think we're close to eight thirty. Um, I wanted to ask if anyone had any realizations or questions. Mm. That is a great question. So mercy in uh, the general context is basically having compassion for other living entities um, and seeing everything in relationship to the Lord, or at least established by Srimad Bhagavatam. Um, of course, there's more loose definitions in the material world of what mercy might mean. And uh, as, as I mentioned earlier, you know, one might think that those little efforts of like, well, you know, we'll support, we'll make little fixes here and there, like, you know, we'll send money to this country, to that country, to that cost, to fix these problems. Um, but ultimately, that is, you know, that remedy is just so temporary because, you know, people are going to be entangled in suffering as long as they don't have God realization. So God explains, uh, uh, Prabhupada explains in, in this verse, that the this is um, he says here by ways of the Sankirtanyagya is the maximum display of mercy of human mercy. People of the world are generally in darkness regarding spiritual knowledge, especially in regard to the devotional service of the Lord, and therefore, to propagate the systematic transcendental knowledge of devotional service is the greatest mercy that one can show in this world. 
So our display of mercy in Krishna consciousness comes from our, you know, deeply rooted desire to bring, you know, this association to other people. Um, so association through uh, of devotees and, of course, therefore, ultimate association with Krishna himself is the maximum display of mercy. And we do that through all of our different efforts in Krishna consciousness, like book distribution, uh, going out on Sankirtan, food dist- prasad distribution. So um, this is certainly the, the biggest display of, of mercy that one can do. And it is also purifying for ourselves. And it can, you know, nourish our seed of bhakti. So... Yes, yeah, Sankirtan Yage is the way to go. Yeah. Any other questions? Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai.